Thank you for listening to the Weekly Market Outlook. It is our pleasure to bring an industry-leading market analyst to provide you with the most value possible in your farm business. Please reach out anytime by emailing cbaron at agviewsolutions.com. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the AgView Pitch. We are ready to have a short conversation with Paul Niefer on the H-2A program and proposed changes. Paul, how's it going? Going great. Uh, down here in Phoenix, it's a little warmer than it was last week where I was at, so that's good. Yeah, sounds good. So uh, I guess my first question is, is with some of these proposed changes, is H-2A dead for farmers or or what's, you know, talk a little bit about what you're seeing. It looks like it's going to be a little more expensive. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's dead, uh, you know, especially for those farm operations such as a dairy or fruits and vegetables where they really rely on those H-2A workers to provide the labor that they need. They can't get it locally, uh, but it's certainly getting more costly. There's uh, more regulations. There's more paperwork involved. Uh, and so that's that's uh, I wouldn't say it's dead, but it's certainly got uh, uh, I wouldn't say it's on its deathbed, but it's certainly in the sick, sick bed, so to speak. <laughs> it's it's sick, huh? Okay, yeah. well let's let's dive into it a little bit then. What what what's some of the things that the farmers that are listening? And we have a lot of row crop operations on here that that kind of depend on those individuals to do more than just maybe drive a tractor, maybe they're in the shop, maybe they're in a truck, maybe they're doing different things. Talk a little bit about what some of these changes might mean. Yeah, and that's that's some of the key changes. Well, first, the increase in the wage base for H-2A workers has been about double the inflation, wage inflation rate for the last 10 years. So it's definitely gone up. Uh, the proposed change, let's say you have a H-2A worker, they're from South Africa, you brought them up here to drive a tractor, but then they also know how to drive a, a truck and you know, they maybe they have a CDL, likely they don't have a CDL, but they can at least drive the truck on the farm. Well, due to the fact that they're driving a truck, the H2A rules, potential rules now say, hey, you're gonna have to pay that guy as if he was a trucker and you have to do it for all the work he does, even though he might only drive a truck for 5% of the time. And just as an example, I'm looking at it, the current rate for a truck driver was 13.32 an hour. Well. It's actually going to go up to 22.55 an hour, whereas the rate for just being a person working on the farm is more in that $15 range. So you you see right away you're looking at about a 60-70% increase in in the rate of pay that you have to pay that worker. And that hourly rate is a little bit deceiving too, right? Because you have to provide housing and all that kind yep. of stuff. You have so to provide housing. You have to provide transportation. So by the time you factor that in. If it was $22 an hour cash, by the time you factor in housing and transportation, you're really looking at about 30 bucks an hour. Now, I'm going to tell you in some parts of the country, like where I used to live out in Washington state, to get a good a person to work on a farm, you're going to pay 30 bucks an hour, maybe even $35 an hour, because the uh, minimum wage in our state or in that state is 16, 17 bucks an hour already. So you know, it just depends on where you're at. A lot of these farmers have been able to acclimate to higher wages, but it certainly can be a painful process. Yeah. When I look at our client cost of employment, which would include the owners as well, 
um, that number is approaching mid 35, you know, 35, $36 an hour of cost of employment, which, in which, you know, cost of employment. I mean, if all of a sudden you start providing a cell phone and you provide fuel to, to, and from work and yeah. all these things, and then you add up all the benefits that are included with the cash payment and all these things, you know, I think our labor cost is higher than the average person realizes unless they actually sit down and track time and calculate that yeah. and do a cost analysis. Um, you know, and we see and, some farms that are approaching $50 an hour of cost of employment when you include the owners. Yeah. Well, and the benefit too, the H2A workers, you typically have them here for 10 months, you know, they're going to be here for a good solid 10 months. And, uh, you know, if they go home at Christmas time, usually that's a slow time of year for a lot of farmers anyway. So um, even though you're, you might be paying a higher rate than you would locally, uh, you're getting people, A, that are motivated to work. Uh, most of the H2A workers that I've talked to, the people hire them, those are very motivated workers. You know, they want to make good money. They want to send money home to help their families. So even though they can be maybe a little bit more expensive than they've been in the past, there's definitely benefits to, to having those HUA workers. Mm -hmm. I think one of the challenges is, and I can think of a couple of our clients that we work with that have row crop and they have a bunch of them. So, you know, if you have one or if you have two and you have a 35% or 40% cost of employment increase, it's not probably going to kill you. But if you've got 10 of them and yeah. all of a sudden you increase it, 35, 40%, that that's a bit of a hit. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, that's a big hit. So, uh, so yeah. That's... And then like out in the West coast and then you add uh, the fact that you got to pay time and a half overtime, you know, that's even a bigger hit. So, uh, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. and that's part of the problem too, with how they calculate the average wage is they include all the overtime pay and so on. And as more and more States start bringing in time and a half, that's going to bump up that average rate too. So, uh, so, so it, how much of this is state by state? Is it, is it mostly state by state or is it more of a it, federal? It, they have a federal, but then there are state by state um, uh, offsets is my understanding. Cause again, if you're in, let's say Mississippi where your um, minimum wage is the federal minimum wage versus you're in California or Washington or Oregon where the minimum wage is at least 15 bucks an hour, there are adjustments is my understanding for state by state. Okay. What about, um, any other changes? I mean, is there anything else on there that's glaring, that's a threat? And then also my final question is what, you know, what are the odds? I mean, is this a done deal? Is it proposed and it, it, not done yet? Or are we going to find out? My understanding it's proposed, not done yet. Um, you know, based on this administration, it wouldn't surprise me that they'll have it go through. Yep. Uh, even the previous administration, you know, maybe, uh, you know, as we become more nationalistic, you know, mm -hmm. as a society or as administration, it seems like uh, instead of embracing these programs, we try to raise more red flags because they're saying, you know, a lot of people are saying, well, we're, we're preventing people, local people from getting those jobs. Well, the local people don't want a lot of these jobs, let's be honest. So, uh, um, yeah, I, I just don't know. Another thing on there is uh, you, you might have to do multiple applications. Each application is a $15,000 fee. So under the old rules, you had one $15,000 fee. Now you might have to have three or four contracts. So that's an extra 30 or $45,000. Uh, so that that could be hurtful for a lot of farm operations. It's just a lot of paperwork too. 
Yeah. Especially like I said, if you have, if you have seven or 10 or something and they're all doing three different things, I mean, yeah. Yeah. that would get really cost prohibitive. I would think pretty fast. Yeah. It does. It does. But you know, if, if, if you need them and you got to have them, um, you know, you might not have a then, choice. Yeah. You might not have a choice or maybe, Hey, uh, I was going to bring over four. Now I'm going to bring over three and mm -hmm. hopefully we can get the work done with three instead of four. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It sounds like it's just getting more toward the cost of what it is. If you, if you can hire a U.S. citizen, you're probably, a lot of times it seems like some of the H2A employees are, are more reliable, better employees yeah. anyway. Than, yeah. Unfortunately. There's, yeah. There's a lot of truth to that. So, you know, and, and if the cost is comparable, I guess it's not the end of the world, but it's, it, but it is, it is a hit and, and labor, you know, we've been looking at inflation and labor is one of those sticky things, you know, it, you know, in, with inflation, sometimes some, some stuff comes back down, but yeah. labor seems to be one of those sticky ones that, you know, where, as it goes up, it never seems to come back down from wherever it gets to. Well, and you're just going to see, continue to see the push for autonomous tractors, autonomous sprayers, autonomous yeah. combines, you know, those, that technology is already there is my understanding. It's just, you know, maybe we're not quite ready for it, but uh, as labor gets more expensive, it's going to have to happen. Yeah. Our technology guru at the executive business conference really educated us on that down there. And it sounds like that's uh, stay tuned because that's, that's going to be the solution for some of this stuff too. Um, yeah. You know, especially yeah. if the labor part of it gets to be cost prohibitive too. So. Well, you know, on a, a sprayer that is got that technology is actually going to more be more accurate than a human. You right. know, it's, well, it's a lot gonna, of that, Yeah, a lot of that technology is more accurate than people anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it's even and, like self-driving cars, I would trust a self-driving car to create less accidents, not more accidents. I mean, look yep. at all the idiots out there that you see. You know, my wife and I, we saw two guys racing down the middle of the road the other day, just zooming in and out of traffic. And it's like, you know, those are the idiots that cause uh, accidents. And they might've been on zoom while they were doing it. Yeah. <laughs> so Not you and I. But. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so sounds good. Well, um, Paul, I appreciate your, your wisdom and your research on this stuff. This is one of those uh, stay tuned, right? Yeah. Yeah. Stay tuned. Uh, and if something does happen where it actually does get implemented, we'll have another call on it. Yep, that sounds good. Well, again, thank you, Paul. Appreciate it. You're welcome. All right. And again, thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll catch you again next time on the AgView Pitch.